Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our next guest directs the National Safety Council's Statistical Reporting and Statistical Estimating Systems. He leads the development of injury facts in the annual NSC Statistical Report on Unintentional Injuries, their characteristics and costs. So please join me in welcoming Ken Kolish, statistics manager and author of Injury Facts at the National Safety Council. Ken, welcome to the show. Thank you, Peggy. It's great to be here. So, Ken, we have to talk about it. There is just way too many injuries at the job site, and we're seeing too much. And I guess I'm curious to ask you why are unintentional or, like, if we think about it, accidental deaths at an all-time high? I mean, we just it's, – it's crazy when I think about the numbers. It is absolutely crazy, and really a lot of the trends are going in the, the wrong direction right now. But there's actually two trends that are, are obviously related. But when we talk about the overall increase in fatalities in the United States, that is everyone dying from an uh, unintentional or preventable injury. They, they, they may be dying in the workplace, but or they could die in their homes, communities, or on the road. And that has gone up nearly 8% in just the last year. Uh, now 100, nearly 150,000 people are dying a year from prevent, fully preventable unintentional injury deaths. On the flip side, if we look at all of industry, um, fortunately, deaths have not gone up uh, in 2015, which is really good news. Um, over the last five years, actually, unintentional deaths in the on the job site have actually gone down 18 percent. So, so, so actually, over the last 10 years, they've gone down 18 percent compared to a 20 percent increase overall in our lives that unintentional deaths ha- have been going up. What's driving this are, are, are a couple factors. First, the increase in drug overdoses is really an epidemic in our country right now. 43,000 people died in 2015 from a drug overdose. Uh, On top of that, we're seeing more deaths from falls. And these are not typically the falls we concern ourselves in the workplace. When we talk about workplace fatal falls, it's generally falls to a lower level. What's really driving the increase in the United States are uh, falls to the same level. They tend to be older individuals, 65 and older, because the raising, uh, increased demographics of this age group, uh, as well as better reporting, we, we're really seeing that falls from uh, falls across the uh, nation have gone up around 50% in the last 10 years. And finally, although motor vehicle safety has improved in the United States and um, has gone down over the last 10 years, in the last two years, unfortunately, motor vehicle deaths have been going up 14%. And that's to do a lot with the economy, with the uh, more miles being driven during recessions, fewer people drive, fewer, fewer miles, and that results in lives saved. Now with the economy improving, we're seeing an uptick in motor vehicle deaths. That's on top of the uptick in uh, drug poisoning deaths as well as those fall deaths. So those three uh, components alone have resulted in nearly, again, an 8% increase in deaths in just one year. 
So you're saying overall industry is getting better, but I know at our job sites, we have to worry about our workers because you just described that motor vehicle deaths are going up. And I know our construction workers are not safe when they're at the job site because people are texting and doing all kinds of crazy things when they're driving. So we've got a dual problem here, right? I mean, that's what we're kind of describing a little bit. We really do. You're absolutely right. Uh, motor vehicle safety is extremely important in on the job site. Fourteen percent of all construction fatalities are actually motor vehicle fatalities. Uh, so, so as motor vehicle deaths continue to increase, that is going to impact the safety of construction workers. Also, although very few employees, fortunately, overdose on drugs while at work, their drug dependence at home and in the communities follows them on the job site. And it's not very easy to track this issue. The, uh, the surveillance programs managed by the Bureau of Labor Statistics doesn't track the number of injuries that are connected to drug abuse or drug, drug intoxication, but we know it's happening. And it's really sort of a, a gap in our knowledge base of how the uh, – the, the drug issues of our worker workforce is impacting safety on the job. And, and to help sort of bridge that gap, the National Safety Council actually partnered with the University of Chicago to develop a drug uh, cal- um, cost calculator. Uh, and that, that calculator is actually available for uh, free on the uh, National Safety Council website. If you, uh, if your viewers just or your listeners, sorry, want to just Google um, um, National Safety Council's uh, drugs at work, they'll find that calculator. And what's really great about that calculator, it's designed for employee employers, so they can look at how the uh, drug addiction of their employees could be impacting their bottom line. So you could put in what industry you're in, what state you live in or work in, and how many employees, and it'll give you a cost estimate of the likely cost that drug addiction is having on your bottom line today. So we have to worry about construction workers. I mean, are we thinking that we have a a high number of construction workers that – on the job side, have drug addictions? Is that what we might be seeing? Is that what you're Yes, uh, absolutely. And although they may not be overdosing on the job, obviously you can't, you don't perform your job as safely when uh, you're under the influence of many of these drugs. So for as as an example, if a construction company in Illinois with 200 employees we estimate that that organization is spending $76,000 a year on costs on health care, training and retraining, as well as lost time costs. And so if we have a, a, an executive who can manage and use this calculator to kind of look at what's going on, is, it, is that you're seeing because of the drugs going up, we're seeing that they're losing a lot of money and time and efficiency, and this drug calculator is going to show a little bit of what the time and loss that they're having at the job site? Absolutely. And they could use that information to make wise decisions on if it, um, of introducing uh, a comprehensive safety programs that, that, that address 
drug addiction um, for their employers, employees. Many of the interventions are not very expensive to introduce to your employee base and may result in much greater savings, not only in human suffering, but in the organization's bottom line as well. So just having a, a substance treatment program could in the long run be far more effective than uh, dismissing an employee who ha- may have a substance uh, problem and may save the organization money, not actually co- costing money, but actually saving money in the long run for the organization. So are you able to determine from some of the research that you've been doing some of the bigger threats that come from that? You have someone who has a drug addiction or something that's happening on the job site, how that's affecting other workers or other threats that they face at work? Because you know, if someone has a problem at work, how it's affecting all the other workers or the job that they're doing and how that calculates into greater loss and productivity or injury to others on the job site? Not directly. It's, again, very difficult to have a a direct number on the number of injuries related to drugs. Uh, The Bureau of Labor Statistics Surveillance Program doesn't collect that type of information. But from research, um, it's and the prevalence of um, drug dependence in our society and the prevalence of drug uh, dependence of employees in different industries. It's clear that the construction industry in particular, um, its workforce is really struggling with drug dependence. And many of these drugs, these, these opioids, should not be used with heavy equipment, obviously, by almost definition, most of what our employees are doing day in and day out should not be uh, performed while under the influence of these substances. So looking at that more on the positive, how do you make our homes or our workplace safer when we're looking at this right now? You've talked about the, the calculator. What, what's your positive outlook on what that can be Oh, done? absolutely. And, and with all that said, we're actually employees are far safer when they're on the job site than when they're at home. Uh, if you look at the on-the-job death rate for the construction industry, industry which is 9.8 per 100,000 full-time equivalent employees, the uh, death rate for those same employees when they're at home and in their communities is 22. So it's more, you have more than twice the chance of dying off the job than you do on your job site. So employees have a lot to learn or can take from their employers and bring it back to their homes after their shift. Uh, We have safe job practices. All of our employees are, are very are follow safe practices day in and day out on the job site. It's really important for them to start taking those safe practices and applying them um, when they're at home, making sure that not only they but all their families are following safe practices. For example, while on a job site, no one would think of using a chair to step up on to do some work. We're out of time, yep. but thank you. Our listeners can go to the NSC.org to learn more about what you just said. But thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you, Peggy. All right, listeners, we're out of time. Stick around. We've got more to come from 
ConExpo ConAg Radio brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back right after this commercial break. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. Improve your business and your life with useful information from experts and thought leaders. WS Radio is radio with ROI. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. Small businesses are the lifeblood of America's economy. Every Thursday, SBA Radio interviews industry professionals and is dedicated to provide small businesses with timely insights and innovations. Visit www.sbaradio.us for details. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business, but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org. 